Welcome to the Fit Vegan Podcast, the show where we help you optimize your health, fitness, and mindset on a whole food, plant-based lifestyle. My name is Maxim Siguain. I am a former triathlete, powerlifter, bodybuilder, and basketball player, and I've been vegan for over nine years. I'm also the founder and CEO of Fit Vegan Coaching, which has helped over 500 vegans from 20 different countries to completely transform their bodies and their health. I'm excited for you to hear today's episode. Let's get into the show. All right. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fit Vegan Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Fit Vegan superstar, Myra. Myra, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Good. Awesome. <laughs> so very excited to have you on the podcast. Um, you know, you've had a an awesome journey. You're down 29 pounds so far yep. from your high point to lowest point, and uh great great difference between your photos so very excited for you to share about like how the journey went for you and how it's going right because you're still in the program right now yeah still in the program yeah yeah and so would love i always like to to kick start off with a little background on you mm -hmm. uh because a lot of people that um when they come to me as the reason why they can't transform is like but you don't understand how busy my life is <laughs> some of the members that are on the podcast it seems like that's all they have to do like i know you have other things on your plate and so do you mind kind of giving a little like background description, like what do you do for work and sure. on a day-to-day -day basis that yeah. allows you to do you? Yeah. Um, so I'm a registered nurse. <laughs> um, I work 12 hours. So shifts. Oh yeah. 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 Um, quite busy. So I work 12 hour shifts. So when I have to meal prep for my two days, I basically do two days, two nights and then five days off. Um, but it really works into like four and a half cause I'm sleeping half that one day. So it's particularly hard as well for shift work because you're also trying to find that happy medium where you're like eating before midnight and then you just don't eat till like the next morning and you're go, go, go. And so yeah. <clears throat> making sure that you're getting your calories in at the right time. And um, also I have two young girls, like two young children aged four and a half and six. <laughs> so it's just getting them wrangled and ready for school and making their lunches in addition to doing my meal prep. So it's really just, you got to make the time. You got to find the time. Like even if I'm going to bed at midnight, I mean, technically I'm trying, I'm trying not to go to bed at midnight, but you know, yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's just the way the cookie crumbled, but <laughs> um, yeah. Quite, quite busy, but again, you need to prioritize yourself if you want to make this happen and make it work and just go through the process yeah. and just kind of do it. Um, you have to find your reason, your motivation. Mm -hmm. So for me, I mean, we're, I've been together with my partner for like uh, almost 13 years now and wow. we never got married, but I said, you know what? I still want the ring. I still want the dress. <laughs> and we're just going to have like a little mini party. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Let's do it. So I'm trying to little my middle one uh, for also getting into the dress of my dreams. So I haven't tried to started trying on dresses yet. But the other motivation is also I want to be healthy for my kids, you know. And yeah. so, um, yeah, that's kind of a bit of a backstory for me. And um, I've always wanted to get healthier and get more fit because as a nurse, I know how important it is to take accountability for your own health because um, yeah. I see the sick care that we have to deal with and the way we have to mm. treat people with their conditions. And it's not always their fault, right? But it's also 
you know, there's some things that contribute, like making sure your cholesterol is not high and, you know, just managing um, your own health. And really, you have to be your own health advocate. So I wanted to make sure that I was living in the healthiest way possible. Because again, like I said, I have two young children um, that I want to be here for. And I know that the larger your midline is, the more health issues you're likely to incur. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, first of all, I appreciate you sharing these things. You definitely do have a busy schedule yeah. with work, which is more than a, a normal one, right? It wouldn't be considered like a nine to five. It's, it's like really 12 long hours. shift yeah. work. It's long. Yeah, it's a, and, and that's pretty long. And I definitely would like to talk about the struggle of like when you work overnight, where your calories get allocated and how you've kind of been playing with that. Yep. You know, you have your two kids, which are a great source of motivation. You said a great line that I've never heard before. Little your middle for your dress. <laughs> I've never heard that. That's such a, that's such a great line. Thanks. <laughs> it's a great line. Um, so let, let just, let's paint the picture of like, where were you at before you got started and what was it that was like, I need to do this. I need to do this now. Um, well, see, the thing is, 2020 was supposed to be my year <laughs> believe it or not because i mean my my youngest is like four and a half now going on five in january and in april was when she was supposed to go to daycare with my oldest and i was like yes i'm like i'll drop them off at daycare i'm gonna go to good life fitness i'm gonna get in shape and healthy and then COVID hit and i was like everything shut mm. down and i mean we knew it was starting to happen but we didn't know it was going to go down the way it did so um as a registered nurse i worked originally on a medicine unit which was we had like all these isolation beds so we became the covid unit all of our patients would be bed space to other units and we exclusively took patients with covid um so we reduced the amount of patients we had because a lot of them were very sick um and then eventually in the third wave, I decided to go to the ICU. So, and in the third wave was the worst. You literally said everybody was on a ventilator. Every single bed that we had yeah. was on isolation. We were putting people on their bellies to kind of do lung recruitment to get better oxygenation. We're turning their heads every two hours. They're on like six different medications, three lines of pressors. Like it was busy, busy, busy. Um, and mm-hmm. so, and of course, along with all that was the fact that I had two young kids at home and I was terrified thinking, am I going to be the next person sick? Did that mask separate from my mat, from my face partially? Did I accidentally inhale this virus? Am I going to die? Um, It was a lot Mm -hmm. like I had moments where, you know, you know, you're sitting on the couch and with your partner and I'm like, listen, if this ever happens, make sure you tell my kids I love them. And it was just like horrible and seeing how bad it was. And obviously it's a lot better now. Um, that really made it difficult to be able to lose weight because you're, you're in yeah, this height of stress. And so, yeah, yeah, once that was kind of, that had subsided, life was kind of getting back to normal. I'm like, okay, I need to do this because whereas the time I was supposed to lose a little more weight, I ended up gaining weight. I think a lot of people did anyway, that COVID-15 as they call it. But um, yeah. I mean, you're at home, you're eating your emotions and like I didn't have an outlet. I was stressed. I was drinking more. 
Um, and of course I never did it the day before a shift, but when I'd come home, I'm like, put the kids to bed and I'm like, hello, bottle of wine. (laughs) So it was a unhealthy coping mechanism, but it was my temporary coping mechanism. And now I've, I'm exercising so much that I don't even like think about drinking at all. Like it's just, I've found my new stress outlet and it's become as, as common as brushing my teeth. Like it's. Yeah, it's been part of my lifestyle since this program. Anyway, sorry, I digress. Yeah. I'm kind of going on a tangent no, here. As per, but <laughs> well, you know, it it is a a new good coping mechanism. Yeah. We talk about that often. It's, uh, it's definitely a healthier one. Yeah, put it that way. Yeah, but also I just want to applaud you for like all the hard work that you and all the nurses have done during that time because it's pretty hectic, yeah. and um, you know, you, you've in a way had to put yourself aside to be able to show up for the world and for others that needed help and so yeah that's that's really beautiful and i'm happy that you took it upon yourself to to be like and now it's my time yeah. to transform now it's my time for me to do the things that i need to do so that i can feel my best that's right um and so for i guess for you it was that transitional phase of like okay things have kind of slowed down a little bit now i can spend some time on focusing on me yeah and honestly i mean i think this not even just being a nurse i think it should go for everybody that you know, we just got to put a positive spin on this because everybody's going to come out of this with a story of their own. Like everybody's got a unique take on how COVID affected them. But also being a nurse, um, especially working in the ICU in a different way, I'm kind of like, you know, they say live in the moment, and you know, living day to day. That's where you find your true happiness. And I'm always kind of looking forward to the next thing. I really am. Like, <laughs> I just feel like that's kind of my mantra is like really living in the moment because you never know what can happen to you tomorrow, you know? So yeah, every, um, sorry, I forget the question you were asking. <laughs> what, what, uh, no, but just that it was a pivotal moment for you when, when things kind of slowed down a little bit and now it's yeah. time to take care of you. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, it's almost like, how do you want to live the rest of your life? And I, I know that I wanted to feel comfortable in my own skin. And I needed to get on this journey somehow and kind of light a fire under my butt and find a motivation. So it was kind of like, I have to find something to look forward to and I need a goal to set. And I feel like that's never yeah. going to stop. Um, I always like that Matthew McConaughey speech from the Oscars. It goes, who's your hero? Have you seen that one? He's like, who's your hero? Oh, my hero is me so, yeah. in five years. And then he asks him again in five years. So are you here yet? No, no, my hero is me in another five years. And you're always kind of trying to attain a new goal. And I feel like that's kind of where I'm at. So it's like, oh, great. Okay, so I'm going to fit into this dress. Cool. But now I want to be able to continue that. And I want to keep staying healthy. And I want to find reasons to do that. Not even just for the physical aspect. But it's also finding different, like, oh, I want to, oh, I'm going to, I don't know, maybe reward myself with a new pair of jeans, you know? (laughs) And, or like, we're going to go on a trip and I want to be able to put on a bathing suit. I just want to be able to be comfortable in my own skin. And doing this in this, like, it's really the long game. And that's what this kind of, this program taught me to kind of, you know, um, every day is a process. Like you can do hard things. Like you can do things that are difficult and get through that day yeah. because there's, there's hard days all the time. You know, 
it's it's how we process and work through it. And also, I'm not so hard on myself now. If I have a day where, you know, you feel like you fell off the wagon a little bit and you like had an extra nibble of something and it's like, you know what, it's okay. I'm going to get back on it tomorrow. And it was also finding out things about myself along the journey because um, this whole daily grind of doing it. I mean, you know how they say it takes 21 days to build a habit? You know. It takes long. Oh, no. But yeah. It took me at least <laughs> three months to be <laughs> like, yeah. what was it? Every every Monday, I'm like, oh, God, I got to do these workouts again. And then it was yeah. like the third month. I was like, I can't wait till Monday. I'm going to do my workouts again. And I'm like, wait a minute. Who, who is this person? And it just, it was like a switch that flipped. It was like, I look forward yeah. to it. And I get antsy on the weekends feeling like, I feel like I should be working out right now. <laughs> but instead, mm -hmm. what I do is do more walks. So I'll still get that yeah. in because I feel like, oh, I need to be active. So I'm, I used to be, you know, you feel busy before, but when you start doing this, you kind of get used to that daily busyness and it helps you. Yeah. I really feel like it helps you mentally too. Um, to yeah. let go of the day, to process the day, to like not even think about it. Cause when you get into counting those weights, those reps, you're counting those numbers and you're focusing only on those numbers and whatever music you're listening to. And it really takes you out of like, you're, you're in your own little world. And yeah, before you know it, 45 minutes has passed. And the great thing is when you finish it, and you're like, okay, back to reality of all the things I have to do. You feel elevated because you feel so good. It releases, it's like this total serotonin boost. In, it elevates your mood. And even though if there was something that was bothering you before, you feel so much better about it afterwards anyway. So it's just, yeah. it's all good. <laughs> and I, yeah, and I needed to. Um, I like the energy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a great, you know, some people like to work out in the morning. It's a good start to their day. Some people like to work out in the evening. Um, it is a great disconnect in the evening between your day of work and like moving into like family time. Yeah. That way you just kind of like work out the stress from the day. Um, actually, I'm doing this after our podcast. I'm jumping on Zwift, doing a little bike race. Yeah. A little, little 45 to 60 minute cardio. Because nice. uh, yeah, it is, a, it is a great disconnect in, yeah. in, in the afternoon. It's like decompression. And I'm happy that it's because yeah and i'm happy that it's become a part of your identity where you crave it yeah. uh, on the weekend like i i'm very similar yeah. i have i have a workout saturday morning so i only have to go sunday without working out and then monday's right there yeah <laughs> so i just like that's how i play it around it or else i can't do two days without working out in a row yeah i know it it feels it feels wrong <laughs> to take those days off yeah. <laughs> i yeah. went from like yes what my two I days off myself? i know absolutely absolutely i was like well, maybe I'll watch Netflix and go on my treadmill a little bit, you know? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh, a little bit of a it walk. It makes me, uh, you familiar with the movie Talligator Night with Will Ferrell? Which one? Talligator Night with Will Ferrell? Oh! When he's racing Oh, Talladega Night. No, I haven't seen that one. There's a scene where he's on an interview and he's like, his hands go up because he doesn't know what to do with his hands. Yeah. I feel like that's how most people feel on the weekend. They're like, I don't know what to do with myself this weekend. Yeah. I guess I'm going <laughs> to go and exercise or go for a walk. Yeah. No, it's true. Get but antsy. it's a good, it's a good, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good thing to have. Mm -hmm. Um, 
so I'm curious, like you, you coming in now from like having lived a really busy time with, you know, uh, working in a hospital through COVID and now shifting kind of your, your schedule a little bit to being a little bit less hectic. What were some of the tools that you gained access to in joining that were the most helpful to you? Um, so, you know, the best way that I can relate it to is sleep training. <laughs> so I've got two young kids and everybody's like, oh, so this is how you do sleep training. You just do boop, 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 boop. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, I could totally do it by myself. Um, and then you do it and they're not going to sleep. And they're still crying and you're just like, no, but you're like looking at the book and you're like, but this was supposed to work. And (laughs) theoretically, (laughs) Theoretically, it sounds great, but then there's human nature in it. And I was like, wait, but how do you bypass this little loophole that this kid's pulling now? (laughs) And um, so I got frustrated and went online and vented to my friends on Facebook. I was like, that's it. I don't know how I'm going to do this. Like I give up on sleep training. This is awful. And my friend messaged me and she goes, here, I actually have a sleep training coach. She goes, it was like 350 bucks. She goes, her friend's kid was sleeping within three days, another within five. I'm like, really? So anyway, we hire hire her and I tell my husband, he's like, I don't care how much it costs, just do it. (laughs) We need sleep. (laughs) We need sleep. And sure enough, that's how it worked. And you know what it was? It was changing little, like we had the concept, right? But it was changing these little tweaks. So the time in which you had, they had their nap time feed, um, the timing in which everything was. And it's kind of like this. It's like, sure, okay, you can have my fitness pal, you know, and sure, you can have an app that trains you on your thing. But I was like, cool, I have all these tools. And everybody's like, oh, all you got to do is exercise and carry your calories. I'm like, cool. But you're, when you start doing it yourself, you're just like, wait, but hold on a second. I, I went up a couple of pounds or like, wait, why am I not? Why is this not working? So, and of course, same kind of thing. I go on the internet and then I found you and I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should do a program. I'm like, what am I? And, you know, you guys know the lifestyle, uh, being vegan, um, the fact that I saw that you were like doing fitness model. I'm like, okay, you know your stuff. I'm like, okay this guy's legit. I need to find out what I'm doing wrong. And it was the structure. So I liked how um, you had certain food groups at different times. Eventually you learn the macros, um, knowing what kind of supplements to take, knowing how to gradually work up and build up your tolerance with exercise rather than coming out the gate and injuring yourself and just the times of the day to which to do it. And it was just like mind blowing. I was like, Oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, this is what like, I was There's a missing. way to do this. <laughs> there's a way to do this. I'm like, yeah. how is this not common knowledge? And it's not. You need to be on board and you do the program. And, you know, once you do it, and the first two months were probably tough because you're learning your recipes, things you've never made before. And obviously that takes a lot of effort and you're buying a bunch of vegetables and you're doing different things. But it's almost like, oh, this is how you create the meals. Oh, this is how. So like once you get through that and by month three, it's like, oh, now I get to make my own recipes and you incorporate with what you learned from those um, uh, meal program sets and like different recipes that are available. So honestly, I think that was the biggest game changer because I feel like I had the tools and the concepts, but it was like, "Mm," but there was more to it that I, I really didn't know that I needed to expand upon. 
because it's just not yeah. as simple as oh we'll just eat less and exercise more i'm like mm, but there's more to it right and yeah, yeah so that's what i really appreciated about the program and still do um yeah so i signed up for another six months and i'm like i still want you guys to hold my hand <laughs> i want somebody to be what? to hold me accountable other than myself as well yeah and uh... And I appreciate you sharing that because yeah. a lot of times like, yeah, people say eat less and exercise, but eventually your body adapts to that and you plateau and it's like, how do you pivot from there to continue, continue seeing progression? And how do you continuously pivot as your body plateaus without getting to a place where you're starving yourself or you're exercising three hours a day, like a professional athlete, but you're not paid like a professional athlete and you have other things that you want to do. That's right. So these, these little tweaks make a, a, a big difference and you know, as you're, you know, continuing the fat loss and as you're going to go into reverse dieting, then everything is literally adapted to how your body is responding. So like how we're coaching you is different than how we're coaching any other member. Right. Right. Because your body is responding different. You have a different lifestyle. You, we've created for you a different plan. Right. And I think that's the part that people miss is that those little nuances of uh, adjustability and adaptability to how your body is uniquely responding. Because and if you go off track for a weekend and you come back and we need to pivot the game plan a little bit, right? Yep. And so it's being able to adjust to how you're responding. So I'm happy you caught that, yeah. but I also know that you've gained a lot of knowledge because you share that you've been able to kind of make your own recipes and, you know, learn to get back on track after. So you're equipping yourself with really good tools. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, um, I never so used I'm to, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no it's okay. I insist. <laughs> uh, I was just going to say, I, I'm curious, what was it like going through the process of losing 29 pounds? Like how, what was it like and how different do you feel now? Oh, um, I feel so obviously in like the, the first couple of weeks, you see a lot of weight drop off and then you slowly, cause your body's adjusting and you're in a calorie deficit and it's mm -hmm. all of a sudden sudden. Um, and then after that, you know, you're gradually losing a pound a week and you grow to be comfortable with that because I feel like you're, people are always in this mindset that it's got to come off quickly and it's like, sure, it yeah. could, but then you rebound and that's exactly what you don't want. You want to be able to learn this lifestyle so that you're doing it the rest of your life so you don't gain the weight back. And I feel pretty confident that the weight won't return because of the fact that I mm. know um, more about myself and how to um, adapt and like in this mindset set of exercise and kind of just how to arrange my meals um, I mean you, you pay money into the program but when I wasn't doing this program I was doing a lot of takeout because I have two kids and I was like oh I'm too tired to make my own meals I'm just gonna buy something and you end up spending like so much more money doing that and now this kind of forces me to make my lunches and now I'm like I never buy my lunch ever again <laughs> you know and I'm a lot more full from it yeah um but the process of losing weight uh it was great I feel like I was kind of plugging away plugging away plugging away and it was like one week it was almost like overnight that I was like, oh, like I look at myself in the mirror differently. And and I was like, whoa, when did that, my body changed. You know, you're kind of like you're waiting for it, yeah. waiting, waiting, waiting to like really see the dramatic result. And you think, okay, I'm almost there, I think. 
And then all of a sudden I wake up one day and I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Did this, it literally felt like it happened overnight, especially when it gets to your body like changing. So it's really all about consistency. So as long as you show up, you do your daily grind, the changes will come. Like the time is going to pass no matter what you do. You might as well just keep on going and plugging away and eventually your body will be like okay it's almost like my body released the weight um it was like it was holding on for dear life and then overnight it was just gone and i had to um buy more clothes which is a good problem to have (laughs) i had to buy new bras and buy jeans (laughs) and that was the thing too is that i have been living in lululemon spandex pants for the last few years and i was like i need that was the other thing too, is like, I wanted to fit into my jeans and I did. And the jeans that I'd worn in high school are now loose for me. And I was like, this nice. is amazing. And I was like, I'm actually going down a size smaller than when I was in high school. So I was like, woohoo. And even nice. my scrubs that's, at work. That's good. Yeah. I'd never worn a size small in my scrubs at work. And now I'm wearing size small and everybody's coming up to me like, oh my God, I didn't even recognize you. Like constantly. I mean, like. Yeah. It's one thing to wear a mask all the time in the hospital anyway, but like everybody yeah. was coming up to me like, whoa, did you lose? Wait, I had, a, I had an employee come up to me like, are you, is everything okay? Because <laughs> sometimes it's like, it could be intentional and sometimes not. He was like, everything's okay though, right? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, 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 it's fine. It's fine. This is intentional. Yeah, I'm eating a ton of food. I'm just exercising. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, you know, you, you shared like earlier, like, People have the expectation of losing weight fast, but it's actually really counterproductive because you lose more muscle mass, which drastically slows down your metabolism. So Mm -hmm. then you get to eat less food to lose the weight and you don't end up looking the fact that you fit in your jeans now and you're a size smaller when you were in high school. If we did a rapid weight loss, if we did like a massive calorie deficit from the start, like most people do, Mm -hmm. um, you would have looked very different in those jeans. Most people will end up looking just like skinny and flabby because they lose so much muscle mass. Yeah. And you're gaining, you're, you're, you're getting more tone. You're building some more muscle as you're decreasing the body fat. And that's why like the jeans are able to fit you nicer versus if you were just like cut all your food and starve. Right. Let's be honest. If you starve yourself, you can lose weight. Everyone knows that, but is it the best way to do it? It's not. No, exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, I didn't know that for your, for your jeans, um, that you're one size smaller than when you were in high school. That's a huge win. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And how, how did that feel when you discovered that? Amazing. Amazing. And the thing is, you know, I, I, and I was so guilty of buying clothes for when I lose weight. I would always buy clothes actually a size smaller for when I lose the weight, I'm going to wear this. Um, Mm -hmm. and to all those people out there doing that, don't do it. (laughs) Just don't do it. Cause you know, I had a pile of clothes in a Tupperware container that slid under my bed. And once I realized that none of my clothes were really fitting me anymore, I started putting on, um, the clothes that I'd previously bought for when I lose the weight, lost the weight and they didn't fit me right. Like they didn't look good on me because they were now too large um and they just didn't fit the way i wanted them to so it never worked out anyway so always trying your clothes but <laughs> when you buy so them you, so wait the the smaller size that you bought is now too big yeah some of them were too loose and um and they also just didn't fit me win. properly so 
I had to buy, I really had to throw out a lot of my, war, like, um, more, probably three quarters of my wardrobe's gone. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I purged a lot. Know, that's a, a, a positive side effect of losing weight that people don't consider. Right. It's always like, I want to lose weight. I don't feel comfortable in my skin. And you're like, shit, I need a new wardrobe yeah. <laughs> for work. I need a wardrobe for my life. Exactly. exactly. See, I'm lucky that I get to wear pajamas to work, but... <laughs> And they do the laundry hey, you for me. You still have to change your size of your scrubs. <laughs> I know. I'm like, way. okay, I'll change my size of my scrubs, but the hospital provides it for us, so that's good. But it's and it's funny because I always laugh that all these people who work in an office, you know, when when their days off, they wear just like their their slacks and their like comfy pants and all this stuff. Um, for is for me. I wear like pajamas to work, you so when up. I dress up yeah. on my days off, and I'm like. <laughs> And it's good, and I like to because, and now I really enjoy doing that. So it makes because it makes me feel good, and I feel like for me, it's like if I feel good on the outside a little bit, it makes me feel good on the inside. And also, my other mantra is if Jennifer Lopez can look good at fifty like that, I'm like I can look good <laughs> at thirty eight, <laughs> and I'm yes. not even forty. I'm like, if she can do it, I can do it. I mean, obviously, she's been doing this for a very long time, but my point is. <laughs> You know, and you see those like um, people who are also in their 70s, like 75, 80, and they're, you know, working out in the gym. And I'm like, that's going to be me because, mm -hmm. you know, I see the results of people who don't exercise. And obviously that we have a higher risk of osteoporosis and things like that. Again, also to do with doing yeah. a lot of dairy and things like that, in my personal opinion. Um, but I remember yeah. having a patient who was older and he was probably like in his early eighties and I did usually you're kind of like, Oh, do you need assistance? Like getting up all this stuff. Um, and people, you know, you'd have your walker or whatnot, but this guy was, his gait was so on point because every morning I saw him get up and he would use the bed as his way to do his morning push-ups, and he would do tricep dips nice. by the bed. And I'm like, whoa! I'm like, and he just had yeah. his morning ritual, and you just see him do this. And I'm like, yeah, there is something to that. You need to do that to strengthen your bones, strengthen your muscles, to stay fit and healthy. So I'm like, I want to take this into adulthood, like late adulthood. You know, I think it's just so yeah. important and. I feel like that's the one thing that gets ignored a lot of the time is a lot of people are too hyper-focused on their diet. They lose the weight too quickly. They gain it back because I have been guilty of the exact same thing. And you're absolutely right. The body composition is completely different when you incorporate um, weight training in. And it really just changes the, yeah. changed the definition of my waist. Like I've never had definition in my abdomen like, and that's always been my tricky spot. Um, it's even more point of like insecurity for me now because I had two babies and everything's kind of stretched out. And I've seen people um, looking at Instagram and TikTok and all that stuff and people like really continuing to work out, being consistent. You slowly see everything firm up. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. If I just keep doing this. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, yeah. it's good. You're ready to do the hard work, right? I, I'm ready. Oh, yeah. You got. Yeah. And, you know, you talk about, I don't know if you've seen Thor's photo in the group. Thor, he's uh, 
71 years old, lost 35 pounds, is looking jacked. Oh, yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. Talk about strength and like, yeah. So, you know, we have a lot of members actually in the 60s to like 80s that yeah. are just crushing it. And the big part is they're doing strength training. Yeah. Fueling themselves properly. Yeah. Um, and so you're definitely doing the right things to yeah. be able to be in that position. We're just doing dips at the hospital. Hopefully not at the hospital. Yeah, exactly. Wherever you need to. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I wanted to ask you, like, obviously working in the nursing field and being vegan, you have like, you know, a lot, like you've already know the basics of like nutrition. Yeah. So you already have a good understanding before coming in. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious, what are some of the things that you've learned coming into the program um, that you didn't know before, either from a training standpoint, a nutrition standpoint, or like a mindset standpoint? Um, I always wondered, I was like, do I have protein after my workout? Should I have it before? You know what I mean? And it was just, I, I would always work out. And then I thought, oh, well, you know what? I don't want to eat back those calories and then go to bed. And, but then you find out, oh no, you really do need to replace that and uh, replenish your muscles. And um, also those supplements, the um, L, I can't even say it. I don't know. It was like the post-workout supplements. It's like, like there's a whole bunch of L. I want to oh, say it's Roxy, uh, but it's not amino acids. Yes, there we go. It's like L this, yeah. L that, L that. Like it all starts with an L. Yeah, L leucine isolate. <laughs> That's it, yeah. the leucine. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the amino acids. I was like, oh, okay. And I did find that my recovery um, after doing the strength training workouts improved, and I didn't feel yeah. as sore. Um, and it was just like, I like the slow progression, like how they, I know that everybody always tells you to change up the workouts. Um, so you kind of trick your muscles. Um, and I yeah. like, cause I found that by the fourth week I was like, okay, this is getting a little easier. And then the next month happened. I'm like, oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah. Are you um, stepping it up a notch? <laughs> exactly. And like every month, I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. Right. Um, but also with, uh, the way that it's later, like I never, ever liked, um, protein in my oatmeal. And then I realized, mm. oh, there's some proteins that are actually tasty with it. And I found my one protein to go in my oatmeal. And I'm like, now I can't go without it. And, yeah. <laughs> and having that also gives me that extra boost through the day. Um, it's also the filling up on all the vegetables, um, like even in my smoothies, putting, I put cauliflower in all the time. So just yeah. as a fiber booster to keep you more full and more satiated, I was like, Oh, and it doesn't taste like anything. Like everybody knows spinach, yeah. but man, you put that cauliflower in and that is filling you up. Um, yeah. Roasted red peppers. And I was like on a sandwich with my Dijon honey Dijon, I was like, or like the Dijon mustard, I was like, yes. <laughs> and just to having the different types of foods, I think when you really go through those first two months, um, it kind of surprised me. One, it was great tasting. Um, two, how full I felt, and the simple ways in which you can um, add more for your bulk of fiber and protein and get your nutrition aspect in there as well. Like, um, yeah. And just the, 
you know, the snacks, like what the go-to would be. It's just, I liked how it was formatted. Um, and the fact that you're yeah. eating almost five meals a day instead of just your standard three. So having the snacks in between, yeah. um, having that smoothie with your workout or post-workout and especially the amino acids and the supplements. I was like, oh, the things that I never really mm -hmm. considered. I was like, oh, okay. So I guess it really is important to have these certain supplements on board. Um, yeah. Yeah. And they're, they're only more effective because your nutrition is spot on. Right. right? Um, if your nutrition wasn't there, you wouldn't see as much of a big benefit from it. Yeah. Simply because like you would be lacking nutrition in another area. And so in the name, like it's meant to supplement and because your nutrition is so good, like you just feel with the extra boost and the extra difference. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So happy that you enjoyed the recipes and honestly, you're, you're crushing. You're in your seventh month now. I think you just started your seventh month recently. Yeah. Um, and we're down 30 pounds. You're going to, you're going to be with us for a year, which is the average that most people stay with us because when we talk about the 21 days to build habits and yeah. sometimes it's three months, sometimes it's six months, it takes yep. a solid year to really solidify this lifestyle. And that's kind of um, what I wanted to do and, too. Yeah. 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 It, it takes time to, for it to become, it's one thing to do it consistently for, I would say a short period of time, six months, Yeah. but for it to be ingrained in your new identity of like, I'm the healthy and fit person. Now I make these types of decisions when I make food or when I go to the restaurant, I'm the type of person that when I'm stressed or there's a, a lack in my schedule, I'm still going to find a way to work out and prioritize myself. Like it takes time to get to that place. And you're, you're like, you're doing it and you're on the right path to be able to solidify that forever. Yeah. So I'm very excited for you to, to, to get to that place where it's just like, this is who you are. Yeah. And I, and I gotta say, um, I'm glad that I'm doing this for a whole year too, because I really feel like one, it solidifies it, but you're also, there's different types of the year that I know that I'm like, it's always around this time of the year that I've gained weight. And this is the yeah. first time I'm not gaining weight. I'm going the opposite. And it's been tough because yeah. Listen, I have a bad case of FOMO, okay? Fear of missing out. And, <laughs> <laughs> and especially when it comes to um, parties and holiday things and going out. And, you know, I feel like this past summer, I really had to say to myself, listen, yes, um, it's difficult right now. Because, again, you're in a deficit and you want to make your, sure you're creating that mm -hmm. deficit. And in order not to um, make it harder, I tried to limit going out a little bit. Like um, the year before, I would go out after the kids would go to sleep and I'd go with friends, usually for walks, other moms in the neighborhood. Yeah. And then occasionally, you know, you want to go out for drinks and you want to have tapas on um, up the street or whatnot. Um, but I kind of put a limitation on myself this year because I said, nope, if this is what I'm going to do, I'm going to lose the weight and I'm going to like this will be the last time I lose weight, hopefully for the rest of my life, then I'm just mm -hmm. going to stick to it. And what's good is that a year from now, um, when I decide to do those things on the occasion, I'll know how to balance it out. Um, I'll obviously yep. have reverse diet. I'll be in my maintenance calories. And I mean, I've been in a deficit for calories for so long that honestly, to be able to eat less during earlier in the day and, kind of account for if i'm going out in the evening it'll be so much easier to do it's like i yeah i can do that do you know what i mean 
Um, Especially once you reverse yeah. diet, because you'll have more food to play with, right? Yeah. And yeah. And you'll your the the aspect of like you kind of like slow down the socialization on the yeah. summer a little bit with like going out and all that. It's it was fine just something I knew I had to do. It's yeah. temp. It's temporary until you temporary. kind of like earn your right to be in that position because genuinely. Yeah. Once you lose all the weight, you reverse diet. You get to maintain your new body and your new weight. You get to eat mm -hmm. a ton of food to maintain it. And mm -hmm. then you can go out to social events because you have the calorie and the metabolism to handle eating a bit more food where you can enjoy yourself and know that you're going to stay on track yeah. versus being in a deficit and like very easily going off track because it doesn't take that much to go over your calories. So mm -hmm. you'll have earned that, that right to have that, those social events and just enjoy yourself because you'll have lost all the weight. Yeah. And that's the thing, because I know I'm a social person and I know that if given the opportunity, I'd be like, yeah, OK, yeah, let's get that appetizer together. And I know that I would overeat. So knowing myself and this yeah. might not be right for everybody else, but I was like, nope, I got to be boring Myra this year. <laughs> like, I, I had to is. be boring. Self-awareness is very important. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, I, I, I was like, OK, I'm also you know, you pay money to do this. You want to make it worth your while. And I feel good about this program and I feel good doing it. I want to keep that momentum. And that's the thing. Again, you have to know yeah. yourself and you need to um, find ways in which work for you so that you do stick to it. Like right now, I'm not going to lie. Like it's tough right now. And that's the other reason I say it's good to do this for a whole year because um, I was even telling my coach, Sarah, that when I used to just do it by myself on my fitness pal, I, I'd be like one year or one year, one week I'd lose weight. And then the next week I'd be up a few pounds and I'm like, well, wait, I must not be doing it right. I get flustered. I get frustrated. I'd go off diet. I wouldn't mm -hmm. understand why I would just, I'm like, oh, this isn't working. I did a calorie deficit. But then I realized while doing this and I was like, okay, you'll have those moments where you're not necessarily up a pound, you may have lost, you haven't lost. And then it's the following week. And then I re started to realize, because when you just are consistent and you just trust the process, I started to pick up on the fact, and I would not have known this about myself or my body had I not gone through this the slow, like the slower way. Um, it was the fact that right before and during my day shifts, like I work in a high adrenaline environment um yeah i don't go number two <laughs> for like almost yeah. two days and of yeah. course on the days that i'm doing and and because my schedule falls on different days of the week it always changes so it's not monday through friday and then i've got the weekend off and i weigh myself sometimes yeah. i'm coming out of a couple of day shifts and then i haven't gone for two days and it reflects i'm up like three pounds on the scale i'm like what happened yeah. and then the next week um i'm or like two say i'm up two pounds on the scale and the next week i was down four pounds and then yeah. my coach had to be like are you okay like you're loose you lost this weight really fast i'm like no no i lost my two pounds i just went to the bathroom <laughs> So it's also knowing your digestive system and how it works. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then I would kind of be like, oh, why did this happen this week? Oh, it's because I wouldn't, you know, and you pay attention to that. And uh, once you recognize that, you don't beat yourself up so much and you don't rely as heavily on the scale to be 
able to tell you what's up and same reason why we measure right yeah so you measure yourself yep. and you're like oh i went down half a pan oh but it, you know the scale could be like oh well i did have a little extra soy sauce the other day so maybe that's some water retention so you kind of yeah. are able to get to know your body explain it away be like okay i'll do things differently next week and then you see the loss on the scale absolutely yeah. and the other part is when you're on your own you make more emotion-based decisions, right? Like you said, you see a number go up on the scale and it's like, oh, my nuts might not be doing this right. Either like you bail and you go like, screw it, I'm just gonna eat whatever I want. This sucks being in a deficit if it's not working. Or let me just cut more food to try to lose some more weight. But maybe the reality is you didn't need to cut food. Maybe you just needed to go to the bathroom. Maybe you just needed to cut the sodium a little bit and you would have exactly. actually lost some weight, right. which would have led you to make a different decision. So- Or um, less again, sleep. I have- yeah, less sleep and cause you to have a higher weight. Like I personally have coaches in my life too, because it's really hard for ourselves to not make emotion-based decision because we feel like we're working so hard towards something. And that if it's not responding the way that we expect to, we go like, screw it, let me cut the food or screw it, let me just fall off track completely. So yeah. it's really hard because we put so much effort that we want it to happen and we get flustered if it doesn't. Right. And then we make a stupid call where maybe it was just like, hey, just keep your nutrition the same for next week. The way it's going to come back down because we can see a pattern or we notice something that you didn't. Right. Um, so that's why it's important to have that external person. Yeah. Um, and definitely creating your own deficit is, is and being able to bring yourself through a fat loss journey without any plateaus and make it as efficient as possible. Like that's tough. I've had to study several years to be able to do what I do. I've had to coach hundreds of people to have the knowledge that I have. And so my fitness pal is a great tool to start and just to head in the right direction, but mm -hmm. to make that process efficient where we can get you to lose 29 pounds and then get, get you to reach your goal and then to get you to reverse diet. Like there's a, uh, knowledge and studying that went behind making that happen in a really smooth way, basically. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, yeah. so I want, I wanted to, to, to ask you because people always think that they need to do the process perfectly in yeah. order to see results, right? No, this has not and been a perfect journey. Like, <laughs> so that's what I want to ask you. Like if you were to rate it one out of 10 and just be completely honest, right? Like I've had people say six, um, you lost 29 pounds, right? What was it like on a scale of one to 10? Um, like a nine. Yeah, definitely a nine. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason why you're down 29 pounds is because you consistently showed up regardless of if you had a moment where you went off track. Oh, dude, I got COVID and I was I've... like, okay, I'm going to give myself a have <laughs> a rest. I'm just going to sit on this couch and like, okay, I think I've got a burst of energy. Okay, I can lift weights. I can do it. Like, <laughs> I have not missed a day. I'm serious. Like, since yeah. I started the program, I refuse. I just got this mindset. I'm like, okay, you know, food can wax and wane a little bit, but I can do the exercise you know what I mean and yeah. and I work shift work so I'm gonna be I finish my 12-hour shift and I literally take a lift home <laughs> to be home in time to tuck my kids into bed I'm lucky enough that I work close to I live close to work um mm -hmm. and as soon as they go to bed I'm doing my workout dude I'm exhausted I get up at 5 30 in the morning by the time my kids go to bed it's 9 p like probably 8 30 p.m and by the time I start my workout, it's nine. I finish by 10. I take a shower. I'm in, I get out. By the time I'm like ready for bed, it's 11. 
maybe 1130 if there's a few things I have to prepare. Not to mention for my 12-hour shifts for days. I mean, people who work Monday through Friday, they're meal prepping for their just their lunches. I'm meal prepping yeah. my breakfast, my lunch, my dinner, my snack. And then when I come home after I do my workout, I'm chugging my protein shake before bed. I mean, obviously not ideal, but this is how I make it work. And then at the same time, if I'm doing a night yeah. shift, you know, I have to delay my breakfast a couple hours. I'll try to start eating my breakfast around 11 a.m., get my workout done in the mor- during the day. By the time I go to my night shift, I have my break, and I, I always pack a, a protein smoothie for my, like, my evening meal. I don't do anything too heavy. Yeah. Um, so I try to consist- be consistent with not eating too much overnight. Um, I, yeah. I won't eat after midnight. And I literally come home, drop off my kids at school, hop in the shower, go to bed, wake up at three, and that's when I have breakfast again. So I'm not eating from like almost 11.30 p.m. to 3 p.m. the next day. And when my kids kids come home from work, you know, we get their snacks, we get them sorted. I'm like, okay, let's do your homework and stuff. Mommy's going to go downstairs for about 45 minutes and do her workout. So I get it in and then I have to make dinner and then I have to do dishes and then my husband takes over to get them ready for bed while I go to work. So I am finding my windows of time to make sure I get it done. And, you know, there's times where like I'm exhausted. I'm and my job is not easy. Like doing a 12 hour shift and getting up 530 in the morning and then having to start my workout at 9 p.m. after like maybe being on my feet. Like I get in my 10,000, 12,000 steps just at work and then I come home and then I'm doing all this stuff. So yeah, it's exhausting, but regardless, you know, even, even though I'm so tired at the end of the day, I'll do my workout and I'll feel amazing. And I'll be like, and it helps me to decompress because maybe I had a crazy day. Maybe I had an emotionally jarring day and I've had those times where I, come home and you've had a devastating assignment where it's just a really sad case and I'm bawling my eyes out, but then I'm like, okay, recompose. And then I do my workout and I get it done and I feel better. And I feel like I accomplished something for myself at the end of the day too. So yeah, people say you don't, Oh, I don't have the time. No, no, no. You find the time you find your window of opportunity. And that's why I like that book atomic habits, because I feel like you find your way to do it. Like if you've got a mindset yeah. to do it, you need to do it, right? So yeah, that's commitment right there. I I'm yeah. gonna clip that because that was really good. <laughs> you Thanks. you have no idea how many messages I get from when I share stories like yours, like Doctor Jade and everyone else that's like has a crazy schedule. It's like you don't understand my life. I have I work nine to five and I have a kid. And I'm like you have two kids, you're working massive shift, you're working night shift and it's ever changing in your schedule and you're still finding the time to make it happen. You're right. I mean, I have a very supportive, loving husband. (laughs) Yeah. Which is is important, right? Yeah. Uh, But it does simply come down to priority, right? Is this important enough for you? We, if Netflix is important to you, you're going to find the time for it, right? If spending time with your partner is important to you, you're going to find time. If your health is important to you, you're going to find time. And so, that was that was a, a perfect description of what like I would describe as commitment, right? Yeah. It's 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 not it's literally not convenient for you to do this. No, not at all. Because it's important to you and your health matters, and you want to mm-hmm. lead by example for your kids, and you want to be there for them in the future. You're yeah. making it happen. 
And what's great too is that sometimes my kids will come downstairs in the basement and watch me doing this and like, mommy, can I join you? Sure. Yeah, and, that's so cute. You know, a lot of I the like time that. I yeah. <laughs> and I used to be like, Oh, I'd rather just do this at night. But I want them to see me do this because I want them to know how important it is to make sure that you get your exercise in no matter what, like that you are physically active. And I want to be able to lead by example. I don't want to just do this at night and they're not around. I want them to see, oh, no, this is what you're supposed to do. You have to put in exercise. And so my daughter will do lunges with me, you know, or sometimes we'll put on some cosmic yoga and they'll do their workout and I'll do mine over with the weights. And like, mommy, can I lift it? I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. No dropping on toes. (laughs) You can do some lunges with me, but no touching the weights. (laughs) But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's really cute. And we've had a lot of members like send me videos throughout the years of like, their kids doing like animal warm-ups with them or like lunges or push-ups or squats definitely leading by example is so massive because you tell everyone like hey i want you to work out but unless you're doing it yourself like why would i do it right even though their kids still have that logic of like oh you're doing this let me do it with you Um, right and i think it does like you said bring more joy to be like oh cool like i'm teaching them the right things yeah being a positive influence hoping they'll lead a healthier lifestyle too because I never used to be that person like my, my sister was. And I was like, oh, God, like, how do you find the motivation to always, person. Like, work out? <laughs> You're that person. Yeah. Now I'm that person. <laughs> yeah. I've become person that person. has a person. million things on their place that's super yeah. energetic. And people are like, you're too much. Which is, right? <laughs> it's a good thing. Yep. Yeah. But you know what else it does? It gives you a sense of control over your own life, over your autonomy. It makes yeah. you feel like you have everything i feel like having control over yourself and the things that you can control and the things you know you can do helps you to feel more empowered in your day-to-day life and it just has a ripple effect it really does and i feel like i get it now i understand why people have those type a personalities to want to just hit the gym at like 6 30 a.m okay i'll never be that person but <laughs> i can't do the 6 30 a.m maybe if your work schedule changes <laughs> maybe if my work schedule was different i think i might be that person and then my kids weren't so young yes i could but i yeah, yeah. i i just would do whatever works for you because you're right if if I did work nine to five, I probably would be that person to get up at six thirty in the morning and just go and do it ahead of time. Yeah. But now I just kind of find it, find that moment of the day that works. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had one of my mentors say like, it has nothing to do with the the time at which you wake up. It has to do with what you do with your hours in the day. Right. Yeah. So some people just can work out in the afternoon. Some it's nighttime, some it's morning, some it's midday. It doesn't matter as long as you get it done. Yeah. That's what matters. As long as the activity is done. Um, mm-hmm. and you're right. Once you exercise and you start to gain mastery over your body and being able to transform, like you just own your shit and it yeah. starts to translate into your parenting, into your relationship with your partner, into your career and everything kind of starts to just level up. It's the foundation for everything to improve. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So Myra, I want to ask you, there's, so there's probably someone listening on the podcast, probably have members of the tribe that are listening, past members of the tribe, potential new future members of the tribe. So if there's someone that's listening that connects to your story, right? They're, they're a mom, they're working shift work, which we have a lot of people in, in the doctor nursing community that listen to the podcast. Um, what is a piece of advice that that you would share with them being where you are now? Um, 
find your reason why and just do it. Go through the program um, and just trust, you know, that you guys know what you're doing. And I liked how my coach would say, like, listen, if something's not working out one week, put it on me. She goes, that's not your responsibility. Like, we're here to help you. We'll get you there and we'll figure it out together and we'll make some changes and whatever it it, like you said everybody's body is unique and different and um it's very catered because it's not a one-size-fits-all um and just be consistent and trust the process and you learn a lot about yourself and again this is what i like doing about for the whole year because it hits differently in the winter. I'm in Canada. Yeah, different and you're, seasons. You know, because you're from Montreal, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, I'm in BC oh, right now. It's freezing. <laughs> you're in BC? Oh, are you in BC now? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, I, I know. And it's it's frigid. And like, all I want to do is eat more calories. But I'm yeah, like, no. I, warm. Yes. And, yeah. um, and I've lost my insulation on my body. <laughs> <laughs> I've been pulling on sweaters more frequently than I've ever done in my life. And yeah, I'm just hey, that's why I got this on. <laughs> and dude, like I'm all about the tea. Like you're every time I'm at work, I'm constantly drinking. Like I've got an hour for my break sometimes and yeah. I'll sit there. And even when I finish my food, I am making myself a warm glass of peppermint tea just to feel more satiated and full and something warm in your belly. Like I'm all about warm stuff and making soups and, um, and that's the thing too, is I, I thought, Oh, well maybe this is why I gain weight in the winter because I haven't really done my own digging and searching of how it is. I'm going to manage, um, wanting those extra calories because now it's cold. Um, and now I'm like, okay, I'm making more soups and I'm acclimating to that. And it's different. Like when you're trying to be in a calorie deficit, you don't realize how much your body's like, whoa, it's cold now. I'm working harder. Give me more calories. I'm like, I wish I could hold that thought. It'll be different next year. But <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I, actually, like I actually got some, uh, I got some tips for you. Um, okay. So yeah, when it is colder outside, your body naturally will burn more calories to so try to keep yourself warm. And especially yeah. since your body is used to a certain level of insulation, um, yep. you're it will feel colder, but your body does it that as you get leaner and as you kind of like stay within that, that body fat percentage that you want to stay within your body gets used to it. And that becomes your new level of warm, right? So it won't feel as cold as it feels now. So the big thing during winter is obviously yes, like drinking warm liquids, making stews, soups, load it with vegetables, right? Cause you know, you don't have any limits on vegetables. So just make a big soup with a ton of vegetables. You have a lot of volume, throwing some ginger and some cayenne into your food, just that are a little bit more warming to the body makes yeah. the world of a difference okay. and genuinely Canadians have it harder, harder for a cut during winter because we yeah. fight our natural desire for our bodies to want to eat more calories. If you're living like when I was living in LA or Mexico, it was great. You're just hot. You just sweat all the time and oh, yeah. your body doesn't want Summer, to like, I could lose all the weight. No problem. Yeah. I was going out every night with, you know, kids go to sleep. I'm lucky. My husband's an introvert. He's like, yeah, yeah, you go. <laughs> I'm like, I need to get out of the house. I need to go for a walk. He's like, yeah, go. Bye. <laughs> And yeah, and it's just, it hits different. And as soon as it's colder, you're just like, no, (laughs) I want more food, more comfort food. Yeah. But you know what I've been doing is I throw a whole bunch of veggies in the instant pot and then immersion blender it and just drink like it's your own VA juice. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. 
Yeah. You do what you need to do during the winter. Exactly. It's tougher for Canadians. I'll put it out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Well, Myra, I just want to say a massive thank you for, for, um, you know, your story, vulnerability, authenticity, and just for, for sharing so openly and for taking the time because it's later at night for you as well. Um, yeah, no problem. So I always like to leave on any words of wisdom or things that you'd like to share with people that are listening. Some of them, again, are tribe members and some of them are just people listening to the podcast that come back on a weekly basis. Keep going. It's just a daily grind. You're going to have good days. You're going to be, have bad days. Um, and a lot of times for women, it's like, I crave chocolate at that time. And every woman knows what I'm talking about. I'm like, Tom's here for the week. <laughs> time of fun. I know TMI, yeah. but like, it's all about the chocolate. That's a good abbreviation. And I have to find ways. It is. I'm like, Tom's here for a week. You know, just, it's real pain in the butt. But you know, once he's gone, like, I feel like it's a whole new lease in life. Like, yeah, I get more motivation. I can do this again and in my zone. And I feel like it also is a little bit of a challenge that uh, for women to kind of face <laughs> on yeah. a monthly basis too, because you crave so much more hormonally. Yeah. Um, but just keep doing it. And honestly, the whole process also is a bit of self-discovery too. And mm. that's what's also kind of the surprising aspect of it. You find out way, things about yourself in being relentless um the tenacity that you'd have that you didn't think you had before and you thought when times when you thought it was impossible and you just push through and it's the pushing through that really gets you when you're on the other side of it you're like oh okay it was hard going through it but now that I'm over that hill it's like it's worth it just keep going and honestly it just becomes part of who you are and make it part of who you are because um it's a lifestyle, you know, and the more you embrace it, um, the more it's not going to feel like a chore and the more you're going to really respect yourself more for doing it. Um, and it's going to change your whole outlook on life and just the way you feel. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Beautifully said. That's a beautiful message to, to end on. Um, and I just want to say again, thank you for jumping on the podcast. Thank you to everyone yeah. listening. Um, if you want more detail, there's a link down below. So you have an idea of what Myra went through for in terms of her process. Um, and just, I'll see everyone in the next episode. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the episode and would like to support, please share it with others that would benefit from it, share it on social media, and be sure to leave a five-star rating and review. You can also follow me on Instagram at Maxim underscore official and on YouTube at fit vegan. The links will also be in the show notes. I'll see you in the next episode.